and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of nipple chafe. Ooh. Just doing that because I'd suffered all night. It strikes when you least expect it and least demand it. Um, the oh, nipple I chafe. I get n- nipple chafe. Maybe oh, it's, maybe, maybe it's because I'm not very active. Do you know the first thing I think of? Do you know the first thing I think of? Do you know the episode of The Office where Andy does the the fun run and his, his nipples oh. are blue? It's, f- it's all I can think about whenever my nipples start to hurt. It's one of the roughest visuals of TV ever. It is there. not nice, is oh. it? What do you do? I mean, you surely like, and, and but I've got I've got a big I've got a rugby thing coming up on Saturday. I'm almost certainly going to get it if I wear this shirt. So I'm going to have to try and buy a non-nipple chafing shirt. Although I thought this one would be. It's not exactly. Um, so I'm going off a tangent here. Plasters, I'm, mate. Pl- plasters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then, but then, I feel like a dirty boy, dirty boy, when I take off my shirt and I've got cross plasters on my nipples. Dirty <laughs> boy, sexy, dirty boy, bad, filthy boy. That's what I feel like, Alex. I, right. I'm, okay. St- oh, do, do you know what I mean? I have to do that. You need a little bit of that Ooh, in your life, though. Yeah, a little you need bit. A little of, bit. A little, a little se- bit of that. Sexy pineapple, pineapple. I have to shout that. You're Just usually very, you're, you're usually very vanilla. I think you could do a spicing thing up a bit. Get, get off me. Talk of talk. Don't do, uh, Alex Alexander. I was about to say your surname. Don't do not uh, Alexander Brenton. Do not tell me that I am vanilla. Okay, right. because. Let me tell you about the latest uh, flavors I have for kombucha that I was making last night oh, at 11 o'clock. Oh, dear God. You're going to love this, ladies and gentlemen. I can't believe I accidentally queued up and a bloody kombucha update. Uh, you, you've, not even, you've not even tried it yet. No, I'm you not. You absolute um, philistine? Is that a word? I've never yeah, used that word properly. That. I reckon it works in context. Properly. It works um, in context. It's I, fine. So, so one of them is pomegranate and mint. That was a lot of fun. The zizz up in the zizzer at half past 11. Maddie went, fucking bananas because <laughs> uh, there's a lot of pomegranate everywhere and 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 i learned how to cut a pomegranate as well is there Gee, a special think, way to do that yeah 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 you've got to take the top off cut down the sides this is a totally totally audio complex i'm literally i'm giving you the descriptions of my hands and the yeah, listeners yeah. have no idea what i'm doing well just here. do your best use your words and do your best you cut, you cut the top off a little ring around the top like a hat you take the hat off you can see the thick white sides. You've got to cut down those and then open it up. Like um, again, I, I'd be terrible at charades. This is some sort of um game, but no, it's good. Um, got pineapple one coming up very soon. That's, nice. that's very good. Uh, and I did a lemon and lime one, so that I'm sure will be as tart as anything. Oof. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oof. Um, I was thinking Sprite when I made it, but uh, all right, okay, fair. But, but that's but that's that. Um, how are you, mate? You've been pretty you've been pretty full on, haven't you? Yeah, I've have been pretty full on to be honest. Just yeah. rammed with work. Nothing too, nothing too spectacular to um to report on. Just you yeah. know, doing well, away. Apo- apologies, we're 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 dropping this episode a little bit late. Um, we've just oh, not had we a, were, a chance to. I thought we weren't going to admit it. No, we had to. I do thought, this we, were gonna, no, no, thought we were just going to. No, thought we were just going to do it and see if no, anyone cared. No, you've got you've got to you've got to own up to these things. Sorry, we're dropping it a bit dropping it a bit late. We've just had um, it's been a it's been a bit full on recently. Um. But, but we're not missing one. No, we're, well, we're, we're not. not missing it. No, we're not. And if anything, Alex said he's going to do two this week, didn't you, Alex? Did I? Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to do two. I may have to correct you off air about that one. <laughs> well, I think you're wrong because we've got a date for Thor Love and Thunder, mister. Oh, do we? Are we not? Yeah. Well, you said this. I don't know what, t- I don't know what you're looking at me in that tone of voice for. Oh, wait. What, right? date is, what date is it? It might be a Saturday, mate, when it comes out. When it's rammed. When we have to put up with the general public at the cinema, Alex. 
Alex. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I Alex, can't do we that. have to put up with the general public at the cinema, Alex. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ, yeah. I knew just... we were going to get oh. to this one. Because, of course, we are not a general public podcast. We are, of course, a music and movies podcast. And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, it lands in our laps because, of course, this week we are talking about the the Baz Luhrmann. Uh, I think it's a bit of a slow burner, this one, to be honest. I mean, this is a slow burner film, but also box office wise, it doesn't seem to be doing overly well. And you would think with, with your Tom Hanks at the front, he would be sort of pulling in the uh, pulling in the, the audiences and stuff. You would I mean, think. Like, yeah. I, I think I mean, no, I think people will I think people will see this. I think it's still quite early days, but Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you know like we'll, we'll see what I mean, what was it? Opening weekend didn't do that well. I think 30 31 million. You would expect yeah. for a big Tom Hanks film a lot more people to go and see it. So I don't quite know why. I think people... unexpectedly or maybe I mean deservedly so, but maybe unexpectedly people are still absolutely lapping up Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, genuinely, yeah. A, I, I really genuinely think that's where the mass audiences are still going at the moment. And weirdly, Jurassic um, Buddy Dominion, the Edinburgh, oh, yeah. the Edinburgh Dominion. Oh, the Edinburgh Dominion, <laughs> is, uh, yeah. Edinburgh Dominion's that, doing quite well. Yeah, I mean... They uh, must have had a thing. Did they do a thing for that? That would have been... I would have done a thing if I, op- if I owned the Dominion Cinema in Edinburgh. Oh, probably, yeah. I would have been like, it's us, Jurassic, Jurassic World, the cinema. They wrote to Disney and got an animatronic um, a, a T-Rex, Rexy, yeah. T- T-Rex to come and uh, do a do a stint yes. at the Dominion. But um, no, I mean it's it's doing pretty well. It's doing pretty well. This film. Um, I, I I've got my thoughts. But before we get onto the movie, Alex, I just want to tee us up because we had a fun little trip to the cinema, didn't we? We did. Yeah, it, it was, was fun. Good. Remember, so when we got there, we we had a before even we arrived. I was I arrived first, and Alex arrived second. Um, and we had it, we had it, what did we do when I arrived, Alex? What, what was I, do, what was I up to? Do you remember? remember? Uh, well, you, well, I mean, remember, remember I was, com- I was coming up, I was coming up an escalator. <laughs> yeah. And you were just looking down on me like your bloody Emperor Palpatine yeah, or something that's, like uh, that. I often, often do. Even when you're sleeping. But yeah. And then what happened? And then what happened? What did I do after that? Oh, they, oh yeah. Then you hid around a pillar <laughs> from it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had to give, we had to give, we gave a hide and seek, didn't we, Alex? Oh, and I won. Would we, I won, would Alex, we, didn't would I? we call it hide and seek? Yeah, it was a game I, of hide if and I, seek. If I knew where you were. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't know where I was, Alex. The whole time I was, I had you so confused. You were like, this way or this, is it, did he, oh, I, I could swear I saw him earlier. Because I, ra- I ran away, didn't I? Right, you did. Didn't yeah, I? you had a bit of fun, didn't you? 30 year old men. Two thirty-year-old men <laughs> two 30, running around. Who, who are you calling thirty? Seat. I'm not thirty for another two weeks, and you've and you've you've got over a year to go. Late twenties men running around at the cinema, at the at cinema, the cinema yeah. hiding behind Jurassic Jurassic World cutouts. That was oh good, wasn't God. it? Did, but you were good. And then we walked into the cinema. Um, and what about the boy at the back? That was oh brilliant. Do you remember that? I mean, <laughs> I think he he turned out to be an arsehole because um, I no, think, I don't it, think it was, was he. Him. No, was no, he a part no. of the posse that no, got? No, he wasn't an arsehole. No, oh, no, no, he, was, okay. he wasn't. He was just. He was oh, just maybe I'm a, being unfair then. He was just having a great time. He was loving it. He was loving life. What did he do when he well, came in? There was one. Th- there's one little ad or something message, whatever that happens at the start of every movie, and it has quite a I funky. Can hear it. I can hear I can't it. remember which one it is and what is it. it... Like, uh, I know what it is. Is it? Not, it's something for the cinema. It's some sort of like thing around about the. Oh no, the no, no! I know what it is. I know what it is. It's basically. Um, I couldn't even sing it to you. 
Yeah. I mean, if you tell me what it is, wah, I'll... Wah, 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 right, wah, no, it's not wah, that. It's wah, wah. No, it was that. that. What was it for? Well, what's it for? I'll, I'll find it. It was the view. This is the experience. So, you know, you do the... Um, like the the close-ups of the chairs and the Dolby sound thing, and it's all very yeah. visual. It kind of looks like a um, I'm not screensaver fi- I'm of not some description. I'm not going to be able to find this video. That's such a shame because I... Oh, it's because I've misspelled view. <laughs> is it this one? No, it's not this one. Oh, there's so many... I, I, I'm looking at all those, and I've seen the, 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 um, the What's It Called one. What's he called? The one, the, the one that we just cannot stand for. Oh, the, the John Boyega one. Why is that one on YouTube? Why is that on YouTube? Who's watching that? So, oh, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> this look, is my look at purgatory. It. Look at it. Look at it. It's oh, horrible, it. isn't it? At least, is that at least the dinosaur one? No, it's not. The di- Alex, oh. you wouldn't have spotted those either. If I, thank God I go there. Don't, as if you look at you looking at your phone like you take credit for spotting the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not taking credit for spotting the dinosaurs. I'm not taking credit for spotting the dinosaurs. I'm just asking it. if that's the one that has the yeah, dinosaurs. Just, just subtly dropping in that you know there's dinosaurs in that trailer. Oh, that's fun. Uh, I, I, anyway, so there was a wee boy at the back who was having a proper rate. Are you trying, still yeah, trying to find this ever, trailer? I know, it's really are winding you, me up. Are you actually trying to find this trailer? Dude, I was, I was absolutely planning on this being a no-edit episode. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm done. <laughs> I've called it. <laughs> so basically, there's this sort of like weird house EDM. We'll have to listen. We'll have to record it for Thor when we go to see Thor, which you're not I just sang it for you. No, it wasn't that, you It food. was that. It's like... Anyway, there was a boy at the back when that was playing We Walked In. We... <laughs> yeah, no, he was going bananas, he wasn't he? He was fucking loving it. And what I loved about this, and I said this to you at the time, is he could have just stayed sat in his chair and rave, but he yeah. felt the need to stand up and do he it. He did, yeah. And his... And his oh, and his... And his dad and his sister were next to him. And his dad must have been like, sit down, you dick. And he's, he's going for it. He's like, you fucking mother would see you now. Get down. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and then the, finally, you... Oh, what about those people behind us, though? I mean, oh my was that God. needed? I don't oh, understand Smallest this. circle of hell for those people. My God. What is what? I mean, they, they, so all they did was talk. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I say all they did. They constantly talked, and I, I, I don't understand what was going on. They just, they just kept chatting all the way. Hey, Elham, how's it going? Get there. You all right. You okay? She's ignoring me again, Alex. It was just because she can't hear you. <laughs> it's because she can't hear you. Hi, it's Elham. not her fault. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Oh, right. That's <laughs> he's, he's trying to call it. Alex, you're our interpreter. No. Yes. That's no. Your, your, that's your role. That's what you're good. This is already off the rails. Oh, this yeah. Is, no, this is well gone. So, so, okay, let, let, let's get into this. Because this was a movie that you dragged me to. I, I'll admit, you dragged me to. And that's why I felt the need to play hide and seek. It's um, Isn't that mad, though? Because mad. we, we, we never actually mad. talked about this. The fact that our mission statement is a movie and music podcast. Yeah. And there's a biopic by Baz Luhrmann out about Elvis. Fucking yeah, it Elvis. It literally should and, be... 
and we're just like and we're like should we see this yeah it's like we want if we think about it for half a second you're like well yeah we can't rightly call ourselves the podcast that we do and not go and see this movie like that would be mental where does that come from why why is it just me because i don't think i'm alone in kind of just like not wishing these sort of movies away but i i largely thought that the appetite for this kind of movie they don't really okay so what i'll say is the reason I really did like this movie, and I've I've thought about it quite a lot since, like I've it's genuinely stayed in my mind more yeah. than ever, is because I they need to be more inventive than they typically are. Yeah. And how many times in this movie were you watching it and you were like, it, it didn't feel right, like it didn't click. Do you know what I mean? Like it felt like the gears were a little bit out of alignment. And I think it's because Baz Luhrmann had tried to tell the story of Elvis in a totally unique way. Yeah. And he he told the story by not telling it from Elvis's point of view. Yeah. But by telling it um, by telling it through Kurt the you know Colonel Tom Parker's eyes. Do you know what this was? What? It was a remake of Amadeus. It what it was kind yeah, it was. But from yeah, but but almost from like a manager's perspective, a manager to manager because yeah, I think di- it was different more... different relationship, but what I thought was really very good very... Of, Yeah, that is quite like what, this, isn't it? What I thought was very interesting is um that the perspective pieces from the villain. Sorry, I'm just drinking a bit of water. Jesus Christ! Oh, I'm so thirsty. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was the whole thing, and I and I love you know the, the way that the way that he was characterized as the villain w- was absolutely amazing. You know, um, so Elliot Wheeler, who did the music for this movie and composed it, like he, you know, he's he's worked with um, he's he's worked with Baz Luhrmann before on on The Great Gatsby. Um, as as an example, and I think he did some some stuff for Australia. I'm I'm not too sure, but but just just like a really a really epic epic kind of almost like you, you you could tell what what he was doing was he made you uncomfortable at all the points that he could, and I right. think even watching Elvis when he was doing really really well and you were you wanted to be happy for him, all it took was a look from Tom Hanks over him and you're like. He's scheming, you know. Like even when Elvis yeah, was yeah. in his big millionaire house and stuff, and I just yeah, think yeah, some yeah. of the some of the, the the music that was being played, you know, it was it was it was unnerving. I I I think that the phrase that I would use for this movie is Elvis. It it just it summarized Elvis as a tragic success because yeah. he was he was almost I mean almost too successful, and I think he was the first trailblazer for the that idea of you know the the kid actor who just gets turned and manipulated by the whole by the whole thing right yeah 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 um you know and, and i think a lot of similarities to people like michael jackson um yeah. for, from from elvis's story what well, i mean what do you what's your thoughts on elvis as a person look i mean obviously aware of him mm. and aware that he existed have you ever put We've on an elvis songs. song though no i have Mm, I'll never say never. What I will say, I have genuinely never done is listen to an Elvis album. No, I've never Ever. done either. I I think the only time I've maybe put on Suspicious Minds. I think that's a great. I think that's a really good song. But or or um and and um, Viva Las Vegas. Well, but yeah, but I, I've only put on Viva Las Vegas every time I've driven into Las Vegas. That's the only time I've listened oh, fair to enough. it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm kind of just like, oh, I do it for the novelty. And I think there's a real. I mean, I think our generation look back in there was a real novelty to Elvis. And I think specifically at the tail end of our, you know, 
um, you know, sorry, as we were growing up, the tail end of of his life largely was 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 totally um, novelty uh, to to an extent. And I think there's, I mean, I I have my thoughts of him, which is an amazing, organic, raw, you know, the way they told him the story in the fifties and you watch him and you're like, this guy's like, it's, it's cool. And it's, and it's awesome. And he's in control and he's the radical and he's the free thinker. And, and as, as the film went on, I think it just did this really amazing. It was like watching a banana peel, you know, just slowly the layers were just starting to come back. And at the end, he was he was largely exposed. You know, he was largely exposed financially. He was exposed through, um, you know, access to prescription medication, drugs. And I think, you know, he had, um, you know, a really unhealthy diet and and, and largely like, a, you know, and I, and I think that you almost saw individually the layers being peeled back at different points yeah, in yeah, time. Yeah. And I, I thought it was the, 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 the scene that has stayed with me the most is when the movie ended, they showed the real Elvis. They showed the real Elvis singing on stage in oh, his yeah. final performances. Really in, moving. It, and, and it was. And specifically, there's the last sequence where it zoomed right in on his face and he's singing. And I forget the name of the song, but it's a really big ballad that he finishes and he's on the piano and sweat is coming. I mean, so, so much sweat and grease in his hair. Yeah. And 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 I think I I see that. And I didn't think, wow, what an icon. Like I wasn't looking at him like he'd achieved everything in his career or whatever. I kind of I kind of looked at him like he was a he was a beautiful songbird that had been trapped in a cage so that an emperor could make it sing for him on his yeah, demand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and there was almost a sense of pity. And I uh, that's what I f- have always thought. And that's what I will always think of Elvis is, you know, like that tragic success. Like he was so beautiful and one man, you know, couldn't couldn't have the worst of the world weren't allowed to have him. Only he could have him. And so yeah, he, could, yeah. he had the financial, you know, and I like at the end how they described it as financially manipulated and controlled yeah. him yeah, um, yeah. Or, or financially abused him, I think is the phrase. And I, I I do think it is. And I think there's something to be said for Las Vegas as well, because Las Vegas is quite... um it's a you know it's it's a potentially like toxic place for you know people say it's where performers go to die but elvis set that standard i think elvis was the first person you yeah. know famous like really famously who would go there and people he's, would travel he's all around probably the world to see why him. they say that yeah and and you know and but but i do think that there's i mean like i'll take your view on it as a professional musician but i, I personally i find that really like you are almost reducing someone to like a zoo do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like people travel all over the world because they know he's playing every single night. Like, and I, and yeah. I, and that's where a lot of the tragedy of the movie came, and that's what stuck yeah. with me about Elvis. I mean, and as actually, a character, what, a person, was really, person. what was really, what was really interesting was a little fact that I found out um, that wasn't re- uh, presented in in the movie that I kind of wish it was because I think it was like another kind of like real diabolical scheme. Yeah. Um, all on on the part of Colonel Tom Parker, mm. where in the Vegas years, Elvis did not do any TV appearances. Oh at right, all. really? Um, basically, Tom Parker, Colonel Parker, basically said, "No free, no free performances of Elvis." If you want to, so at that time, unless you were listening to a record on the radio that was already released. Mm. The only way you could see Elvis was to buy a ticket. 
Oh, and wow. That, and that was the shtick. Yeah. And it, and it worked. And he was going mad at me at the end. Like, he was getting proper death threats and stuff from that. Yeah. And, you know, like, the, the, the bit, I, I don't know if they showed it, I think he was carrying a pistol in his boot. Like, that was legit. Like, he yeah. actually had to do that by the end. Um, it, and it is quite sad. And I, and I wonder, you know, like, I, I, I wonder if you would have felt good going to see him. Like, you would have had a great show. You would have put it on. But, like, I think there's almost, like, there was almost a lack of dignity. And I think that's what I've always thought about Elvis at the end. I think, you know, incredibly um, empowered, um, creative, artistic, um, trend-setting, inspirational young man. And as he went on through life, I do feel that, you know, when I talk about the layers being pulled back, I think what I'm trying to really get at is it's it, he kind of went from a very high status, um, you know, from a social political perspective and ended in probably quite an undignified way. You know, I still I still think yeah. the rumors are he died on the toilet. Do you know what I mean? And that's what yeah, people that think, kind of thing, and, and that's yeah. what people think of Elvis. And um yeah. Which is such a shame. No, but I do think the movie did paint a picture of yes, that entrapment, but also the idea that when he were, was actually on stage, he did do his thing. Mm. Oh and yeah, he, he yeah. did have that special something, and he did um, have everything good about him as a performer when he was on stage and doing mm. his thing because that's all he wanted to do. Mm. But but is there not even like a novelty to? Is there not even like a novelty to the way he sings? Do you know what I mean? Like this is a lot of things. Like I mean, it, people take the piss out of the way he sings, don't they? Yeah. Like that's it. And I think if you listen to things like Jailhouse Rock. He's singing like he's not he's not singing like Elvis. He's just singing normally. And I think that there must have been a real decision to start to almost tr try and really kind of, you know, do the, the, the all shook up kind oh, of the voice. crooner. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I wonder, I mean, and, and you know, and talking about him in the movie, what, what I did like was they didn't really go into it in his voice. And I do think his voice was, was perfect. And we'll get on to um, we'll get into to Austin. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it else? Austin Butler. Austin but, Butler. But, yeah. Who? Yeah. We'll get we'll get on to that. And well, I mean, hey, look. I, I guess what I will say, just as I'm touching this racing by, um, as far as I was concerned, you could have told me he was Elvis. Oh, hundred. Do, do, do you know what I mean? At no oh point God. was I did I think I was watching an actor. And look, we and look, we've 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 already admitted we're not um we're not exactly the most well versed of uh, guys on uh, on Elvis. But I have heard like other people say like you know because there have been a few other like Elvis movies mm, mm. and you know there's endless Elvis tribute acts and stuff like that and I the have heard act, yeah and I have heard a lot of people kind of say oh went into this movie and you know the, the you know it was about about to the performance and we were expecting to see like a really good yeah. Elvis impersonation but what they got was Elvis incarnate it mm. felt like like mm, it mm. was just absolutely spot on yeah yeah which is which is which is amazing and and and, and again like as non-elvis aficionados yeah um i i really feel like i was communicated the the point yeah yeah i kind of left the cinema going oh i think i get it yeah yeah i think exactly. i i think i understand and i and i don't think that if Austin Butler was not as good as he was, that that would have come across. God, there is so many Elvis. I just realized how many Elvis things there are out there. 
My God. So there's um there's I don't one know if with you Kurt know this, Russell, but he was kind of a big deal. Yeah, and this is <laughs> but this is the thing about him, right? Like, I, I mean, I I do think he is the sort of guy who he was the biggest selling artist of all time. There is a generation right now. There is a generation of kids right now in school who couldn't tell you an Elvis song. Who have nah, no idea. I, I, don't I think could so. no. I think they couldn't. They couldn't tell you. And I, I genuinely think. Give him, give him, give him another ten years. You go to a primary school or a high school, and you'd be like, "Tell us." You'd be like Elvis Presley. They're like, "Yeah, we know Elvis Presley." Um, you know, our grandparents are into them, and I would <laughs> say, "I would say, okay." But, and and what do you know about Elvis Presley? Do you know a song? I I think they would struggle. Like I think the 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 relevance of Elvis has been totally, and the lessons even of his, that learned from his life will just be totally lost on our generation. Do you know what I mean? Because largely a lot of that stuff is is gone and i think i think empowerment and being able to represent yourself and stuff in today's era of 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 super fame is is now well i mean hey look it's from 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 what you see it's it's a lot more visible do you know yeah. what i mean get have, have, you know access to tools etc elvis would have probably lived a different life but i mean i do th- i do largely think that that a lot of this movie was as you say you know back it, it, i think the amadeus point it, it is right um, <clears throat> what do you think of Tom Hanks as, as Colonel Tom Parker? It was an interesting one because that he was actually one of the reasons why maybe I wasn't that keen on going to see this movie based on the mm. trailers. Mm. Because honestly, I, I saw the trailers and I was like, that's a pretty dodgy accent. What the fuck is going on here? Mm. Like, it, it, it seemed a bit... Yeah, it seemed a bit prosthetic-y, fat suity with a funny accent. Yeah, in yeah. the tra- in the trailers and not in a good way. Mm. I mean, completely unfounded because Tom Hanks, as per usual, completely set, completely sold it in the uh, yeah. on on the day in the actual movie, uh, as it were. Mm. I I do I do still think there were a few scenes in the movie where it did look a bit fat suity, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think it was that well done at all but on the whole really 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 well presented and he did a really good job of portraying a a certain side of tom parker because tom parker was always the main villain of of the elvis story like you know it's very very public about the manipulation uh and and stuff like that and uh but i heard tom hanks do an interview and he basically said that during um the lockdown because you know he was out in australia with his wife yeah yeah, um, and they got covid yeah well they were filming this movie yeah yeah and then and then this movie got put on like production hiatus for for a good long while and in 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 that time he 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 was obviously back back home in america and he um uh met up with elvis's wife is is it patricia Mm, priscilla priscilla sorry yeah. yeah Uh, met up with priscilla and priscilla base basically they they met and he was like oh i'm playing tom parker Mm. and she was and and the first thing she said was tom parker was the nicest man in the world Mm. interesting he was the most charming delightful do anything for you man Mm. ever Mm. and he thought that's really interesting that's not at all what I was going on and then apparently from those conversations and interactions to the end he then went back to the production of this movie and brought 
you know, it d- didn't change the beats. Like, you know, he was still the puppet master financially and of, El- of Elvis's career and stuff like that. But there was like a, a, a twinkle in his eye that mm. said, you know, that, you know, I'm a friendly guy and yeah. and all yeah. that. And I'd just, I'd be interested to see what the original intention for that character was. I, I so it probably I'm, changed the movie quite a lot. Actually. Yeah. But I, but I get the impression. I mean, like, I don't think he was evil. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he was no. evil. I think he was just um, a greedy. I think he was just greedy. Yeah. And, and he didn't see Elvis as a human being. No. And I think that was his falls. He wasn't, he wasn't evil. You know, he didn't want to cause harm to anyone, but he was so greedy. And and dare I say, do you know, I, I love the sequence where, you know, he's explaining to him the merchandise. Do you know that sort of man? Yeah. That sort of keen mind is is rare. And I and I think that's great, especially the conversation around, you know, I hate Elvis. And he I said something Elvis, yeah. and he said something along the lines of, you know, it's um it, uh, you know, why should it be free for them to not like you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or why yeah, can't yeah. we, you know, why can't we make some money from the fact that, and, and I just, I really like that. And um, yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think they, they, they balanced him out, but he was the villain of the story. I, I guess that, I guess that some people argue, you know, he would have, Elvis would have been nothing without him and Elvis wouldn't have got there. Do you, yeah. do you think that's true? I mean, do you think Elvis was one of a dime or do you think genuinely like, I mean, cause that's the counter argument that I've also read to this, which is, well, actually like largely Elvis and the Elvis estate or the Prezi estate w- wouldn't be anything without Colonel Tom Parker. Um, I mean, you know, I think he, there's he, certainly, I think there's certainly an argument to be made to be, to be made of that. I you know I'm not I'm not convinced that Elvis or and or certainly not as certainly not his father, um mm. if if his portrayal in this movie is to be believed Richard well, yeah yeah would have, would have done it yeah good um but I, I yeah I don't think that they were keen enough business minds because I I do think Elvis if if we're taking the m- movie's portrayal of Elvis at face value then elvis is well basically mozart he's yeah. the, he's the he's the, mu- he's the musical genius yeah. but in a popular mu- in a popular music genre you need to have uh the marketing yeah don't you and and, and exactly and and i think that they try to differentiate that point by demonstrating how unique elvis was and how appealing he was with you know, with the way that he was, I think that first performance when he was thrusting his hips and the girls, I, 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 I thought loved that, was, that scene I it was, so much. It was brilliant, wasn't it? And it was so, so and it was such an over the top creative way to, to, to break away that narrative early on in the movie, nip it in the bud of, no, this guy actually was that special. You know, he, he probably would have got there without Colonel Tom. But he, yeah. you know, and I, and I wonder, um, oh, yeah, like everyone, it's always the, the, the what ifs, right? There's a hundred, a million what ifs as well. But I think with with Elvis in particular, um, I, I just, it goes, and it's all circular, this conversation, right? Because I don't know enough about him. So I try and listen to more of him. But the more I listen, the more diverse the range of music it is that he produced. I mean, even like the music that you listen to of his most famous stuff. You know, like if you look at his greatest hits, some of it's from the fifties, some of it's from the, like the late eighties, nineties. You know what I mean? And it's like, what is going on here? Yeah. Like, or, or like remixes of his music from the, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But like, of course. And 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 you know, I, I just I don't understand that. But was his unique selling point that that utterly, um, you know, ra- raucous sex appeal in which he 
I, you know, brought myself things. I think, you know, I think largely you could say yes because yeah, I would have said you, so. Yeah. You, you know, because as well, they they were great, and and I think the baseball stadium sequence was was also great, but but kind of shocking, isn't it, as a sign of yeah. the times? You know, to 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 determine that actually he's, you know, as they said, it breaking the law for what is it, Lud um, and and what is it, raucous or behavior? Or, yeah, and yeah. They tried to they tried to sort of pin stuff down him which i don't understand that as a charge like i don't understand what the charge is um and also small part of me is thinking i would absolutely love to you know take some of those police officers from the 1950s into 2022 and sit them down in front of mtv and show them some of the music videos that come out nowadays you know take them to like a like a Nicki minaj concert just be like this is this is music where we are yeah but a bit of whap yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know uh, the new one that they're all listening to at the moment is uh, Throat Goat? Do you know that one? What is Throat Goat? I- have you not heard Throat Goat? Jesus oh Christ! My I've made an I've made a note. I really hope that you're not going to fill my um, my history my history with with filth, Alexander. I really oh hope that's days. not what's going to happen. I really hope that I'm still on this call um, when you listen to Throat Goat. Uh, I'm really glad you brought up that. Is it is it some is it something about but it's not it's not about a goat no yeah that thing that you're doing that the, the thing that you're doing right now it's exactly that is it <laughs> it's exactly so is that it, sorry just with a but with a goat no not with a goat so where did goat where's goat getting? no greatest goat of, goat greatest, as in of, all greatest of all time yeah greatest of all time throat surely it should be goat throat greatest of all time throat no 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 throat goat like yeah, if you if you are the the goat at something, you're the greatest. No, no, at all no. Time. I get that, but it doesn't make any sense, does it? Throat greatest of all time. What does it mean? You've got a good throat. I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, but uh, surely you're should overthinking not be go- it. You're should overthinking it. Throat. Who sings it, Alex? I need to know I don't, these things. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Who sing Alex? Who sings it? As if anyone's singing. Singing. I'll sing a wee song. Sing a wee song. <laughs> in the Watch it. What? I know. I, I, I'm gonna like it in a few years. In a few years, um, when you're at when you're at your wee parties, <laughs> the questions the questions gonna be thrown out. What What's your karaoke song? And somebody's gonna say throat goat. <laughs> All the average gonna be up, but it's like who sings? Who sings WAP? Who sings it? Who sing, doesn't that feel weird when you say it does, sing it? it sings WAP. Uh, anywho, anyway. anywho, I'm glad that you brought up the that that initial performance of mm. of Elvis, where Tom was basically seeing the magic unfold mm, mm. Uh, on screen, and there were a lot of very over the top depictions of the like effect on 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 the women that. Uh, Elvis had here mm, and because mm. at the time at the beginning of the movie I was thinking I mean that's a lot the way you're depicting it that like that that's a lot was it really that kind of profound like you know he'd you know he'd twitch his hips a little bit yeah. and like and and like somebody would involuntarily scream I, I was brilliant it was, it was like excellent that. and it was brilliant and it and, and I and I'm convinced because I've been thinking about it a while and I've been and I think it's definitely over the top but deliberately or but deliberately over the top and i I was beginning to see like different um kind of styles throughout the movie and the style of the movie changing quite a bit Mm. um for for example at at that you know beginning third of the movie you know when he's in the 50s and he's young and he's having this like effect on women it's almost like his superpower and he talks in the movie about how he was obsessed with 
uh, comic books. Yeah. And he had yeah. one, and he had one hero in particular that was his favorite, and I can't remember. I think Captain it was Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel Junior or something like that. No, it was Captain Marvel. Oh, it was literally just Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. Because it was okay. originally Shazam was the original Captain Marvel. They're the same. The oh, same. right. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he had the lightning bolt in his chest. Yeah. So I, I liked. So I liked the fact that you know a lot of the scenes were depicted as like a comic book comic booky kind of panels and stuff mm, like the way mm. certain things were framed and then obviously oh, yeah, yeah. obviously and um, when he was on stage he had that kind of like magic and um that kind of superpower thing and i'm not mm. convinced that in the other eras and and they were very much dictated by location as well so like in the 50s it was like in the in you know in the south in the southern states mm. and then and then he added hollywood years and then obviously um vegas and mm-hmm. the hollywood and the hollywood years were quite interesting because suddenly everything looked very hollywoody you had lots yeah, of like yeah. uh, you had lots of um shots of men in suits getting out of cars in slow motion in very cinematic angles oh it was beautiful and- i mean the costumes were something i read somewhere he he um he tried on 90 different costumes um, wow. awesome but isn't that amazing like nine nine zero yeah no that is crazy no that that really is crazy but i do i, I but i did like that the, the style of the movie changed to reflect like the setting and the time as well because then obviously when they went to vegas then suddenly everything was very oceans 11 kind of mm. panel mm. like w- mm. with the with these kind of swipe transitions of things that are only really invocative I- I- of vegas yeah as yeah. well and i i really kind of i really appreciated that subtle but yet not very subtle at all um way of structuring the film yeah it yeah. Al- almost like they're in different genres yeah no no i think that i think that was almost intentional and i think it was yeah they, i think they, it was they definitely, definitely intentional but... sorry just just i read a fact that i, I made a oh, note and i forgot to say this um i like the fact that, that this is the the tom hanks met elvis and forrest gump and then this is this is this here Tom Hanks and Forrest. Oh Gump. yeah, very good. Yeah, the wee one there. Sorry, keep going. Does he meet? Does say? he meet Elvis and Forrest Gump? Yeah, when he's when he's younger, because he teaches him. The, the point is, Elvis learns to do that dance with his that hip oh, thrust because yeah. of Elvis with his brace. Eh, eh, <sighs> Forrest with his braces. I'm very sorry. I hate that movie. Do you? I don't yeah. understand why people hate that so much. Oh, we've done this before. We have done um, this before. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it's. It is it is amazing how, as you say, they they did transition through the different eras of Elvis's life, and I and I think that they I think that they did a really effective mechanism as well to to demonstrate how as I, I think Elvis was moving through time as well as time was moving through Elvis. Right was, was the way that I kind of characterized it almost is that you know I think he was I don't know if he if he was kind of being dragged into new things. Um, I mean, I, I, I do think he was the canary in the coal mine for so many things that didn't work and also did yeah, work. Yeah. You know, the idea about the Christmas special is an example, you oh, know, yeah, like yeah. an amazing sequence and just utter confusion from everyone. Like, what are we trying to do? What are we trying to create here? Why are we bringing this guy in to do this sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I, and, and, and for so much of this, I do think it was just like it was it was weird it was weirdly kind of everyone was just kind of dancing to the tune of Colonel um Colonel Tom and and 
and largely no one was really calling him out for it. And yeah. and, and I think even his comeuppance at the end didn't really... I mean, the guy died in 97. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. he was still alive when we were, you know, cutting about. I think that's really bizarre. Yeah, isn't um, it? The one thing I, the one subject area I've always thought about Elvis, and I think, I don't know if this is in any way contributed towards my kind of initial skepticism of the movie, is, and, and I wonder how you thought they addressed this, or how well you thought they addressed this, which is, I guess, the kind of cultural appropriation points around black music. And they were very quick to get that one out there. They were yeah. very quick to say, you know, you know, like to that point of he's on the radio and he's white. What? And, and everyone was going bananas like he's quite literally like the white whale almost kind of thing, you know, and uh, of from a producer's perspective. Yeah, I. I and I, my view has always of Elvis has always been, um, that of which they highlighted the movie. He he got there because he was white, and any of them could have done it. Any of any yeah. any other musician, you know, growing up where where he where he was, um, in Memphis, c- couldn't have couldn't have broken through because they were black, um, and I, yeah, I don't know. Discuss like, what do you think around that? Well, no, I think you're abs. I think you're absolutely right. I think there is a case to be made of Elvis got as big as he was because he was he was white, and a, a and a very large ingredient of his artistry mm. was, um, kind of appropriation of black culture. Yeah, and as far as far as the the, the potential sins of that go. I don't believe I don't believe it was malicious. But can at I? All. No, but but I, I, maybe I'm maybe I didn't. I wasn't quite as heavy handed in the question. I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, it's not even a question. I don't buy it. I don't buy that it was all happy families because largely the black community were very positive of of what he was doing or it was portrayed in the movie as it was a very positive thing that he was bringing. He was shedding light on a style of music that wasn't perceived in the mainstream media at that time. And Elvis was was shining a light on that and actually paving the way so that to introduce more people to it and enabling people who maybe did enjoy that music, but behind closed doors to do it in a public way. Yeah. But I but I, I, I must admit, I watched this movie and I thought, you're not i'm not convinced i'm not convinced that it was a seamless transition towards um you know you as the white musician breaking through and the black community largely piling in behind you in support I, do you know what i mean like that yeah. that's just like and i i, I think that's always gonna you, you can't tell the story without in some way trying to I guess, I, guess, I guess trying to like address that subject. I, I must admit, I, I think the best thing they could have done was, you know, attack is the best defense. Leave no ambiguity on in the film. You know, make it really, really clear. Yeah. Have have the black characters say to him, "You like you have to do this." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because it's because and I think the it shows the maturity. I'm not quite sure it was BB King who was who was in this movie with him yeah, and yeah. recreating some uh, what I imagine are iconic photos because the way the camera link you know when yeah, he was taking photos outside and, yeah. um and and i yeah i mean again i i don't know i don't know what to think and sadly it's, i don't i haven't done a huge amount but what of was interesting in is life. we also had little richard in this mm, yes uh, yeah, doing, yeah doing tutti frutti with a, a, a very like that was, a, was really a, electric performance yeah, yeah and and again and i think he was there as a device to basically say elvis was not the only person doing 
this thing you know with the movements and the dancing yeah. and the sex appeal and all that because little richard was a really like flamboyant pa- yeah. f- uh, performer in the same way that elvis was but here the movie was saying right look we're gonna have these two guys in the room one of them's elvis and one of them's little richard and we all know how both their careers turned out one of them it was elvis mm-hmm. and one of them got to the heights of elvis and the other one little richard i'm i'm sorry i i only know tutti frutti from little richard yeah. i don't know i don't know any other stuff and i think that's kind of the the point of that of mm. having him in it mm-hmm. so one criticism i have of this movie is i felt it was pretty long i think it was a bit yeah. too long and i unfortunately I, par for the course for baz lerman it is but i don't think that that is um I mean, points for consistency, certainly. But I also, I wonder if you could, there was a slimmed down version of this movie. Right. Um, Because I think there was a, it it was relatively excessive. And there was, I think there was a lot of plot points that didn't really go anywhere. Um, Or I think there was things that largely were just world building, as it were, sequences that, that really I don't think were as necessary. Um, you know, I think the point of him going away to war and coming back following his arrest and stuff, whilst a really poignant point in the story, when I finished watching it, I wasn't thinking about how that was such a crucial turn in his in his life. Right. Um, I think it was a shock factor of, you know, the idea of you can you can go away to prison or you can go to um, join, you know, sign up for, for the army, which, again, you know, as I say, big, big, big thing. But Again, I think there was a fair amount of lingering there. I think there was a fair amount on demonstrating that his parents weren't in a suitable position to manage him effectively. And I think that point was made one too many times. Um, So, yeah, I think there was I think on and I would need to sit down and be like, I don't know if this sequence was large was was worth it. And I know this because, you know, I was pretty tired and I wasn't drifting off as, as such. But yeah, I was. I guess I was just waiting for the end and i didn't know how it was going to end because no. the story didn't doesn't it fizzles out sadly and, and i think that that's uh i think that's another thing that well, i i didn't i don't feel... think they would have shown him dying on the toilet well no but this is but this is the point i'm trying to make is like how do but what do you show like how do you cap this off because you know i, I thought go back it was rather the... beautiful i thought i thought i thought they ended with him being at his most broken but yet we see him but before we see the real Elvis, the footage of real Elvis singing, we see the last we see of Austin Butler's Elvis, I, I, our, our Elvis in this yeah. story, is him finally getting onto a plane and flying off. Like he has, like he was foreshadowing all throughout the movie, basically saying that this is all I really, really want is to fly and yeah. to get out. And I thought it was really, really beautiful that he got on the plane and the last shot was the plane going into the clouds as yeah. if he was final as if he was getting his world tour as if he was going off to see well, the send, world. i mean sadly it was ascending into heaven really right because well we yes know, it was we but it was it was it was it was just a lovely little visual metaphor there mm. which i really appreciated yeah and and you know the whole the breakout on a i'm caught in a trap i'm caught in a trap i i, I don't oh yeah that didn't happen did it that that outbreak on no stage. that seems a bit do you, do you know what I mean? And I, and I felt it was a little bit Hollywood, a little bit kind of on I mean, the nose. Drama- you know dramatic I mean? license. Well, yes, but again, 
I think very much in keeping with the with the movie and it it served to hammer that point home. Mm. And I don't think it was unnecessary. I think I actually even even if it was dramatic license, I think it was effective and mm. I, I'm I wouldn't say that it was too much. It was Captain Marvel Jr. Sorry. I'm just, <laughs> just oh, right. oh yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, you. It was Captain Marvel Jr. Um yeah, I mean, I, 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 how do you I felt it was long as well. However, I'm chalking that down to arseholes sitting behind us, frankly. Oh, my God. They just kept It just made talking. everything. It just made everything that much longer. Why did they need to keep talking? Longer. I don't understand why they needed to keep talking. No, I don't. I just, why do you need... Anyway. <laughs> just got a fucking idiots. I don't know. Um... I mean, I don't have much more to say on this. Wait, wait, no. here's, a que- here's a question, though, and I, and I often ask this, and I know your answers already are going to be yes, but would you recommend this to other people to go and see? Definitely. Yeah, you would. I Without would, a shadow of a doubt. Would you recommend to everyone, though? I mean, I would recommend Top Gun Maverick to everyone I saw. I have almost... recommended Top Gun Maverick to everyone I've, but, I've but, seen. But, like, isn't that... Su- oh, God, we're not back on this one. But, but like, largely because it just appeals to so many people. Like, you don't need to be a cinephile to go and enjoy that. Yeah. Do you... I think there's a lot of people that I would recommend to go and see this movie and they'd probably get quite bored. Yeah, but that's on them. Yeah. I'll say say that how it is. That's like completely on them, honestly. I I think this movie... But you like what you like. No, yeah. And I'm never going to poo-poo that. But I I think... I I question how a movie could have done Elvis better than this. Mm. I Mm. really, really do. Well, will I I go back to the question I had before is and you know there's many of us is like i why why would you do this project do you know what i mean like fine we've got to the end and it looks really really good and i think it's brilliant i wonder what baz lerman's incentive to do this story was well why make any why make anything really it's because you you care about it i have to i have to imagine and the sense that i got through the movie was baz lerman wanted to tell uh elvis story because he felt like um the version of his story that he knew to be the the truth or his Mm. truth about elvis had not been told and absolutely deserved to be told yeah yeah i i can see that certainly i yeah yeah definitely then yeah fair enough i i I mean it's yeah I, i guess it just goes back to the point of how emotionally invested are you in a character? And I can't remember who it was we were talking about. I think we were actually, I think we were talking about the Queen. Um, no, who was it we were talking about? We were talking about someone else who, it's almost, I think it was Winston Churchill was reference to the fact that the Queen knew Winston Churchill. Yeah. And I think Elvis falls into that category of like, you know, he may as well be, you know, and here's what it was, right? So when I, when I, when I think about Elvis, he may as well be like Vera Lynn. Do you know what I mean? He may as well be someone who's just from a bygone era. Right. who their music is just trapped in time. Yeah, we're just but, so far removed. But yeah. but if you saw Glastonbury recently, Paul McCartney's up on stage absolutely going bananas. And I look at Paul McCartney and my brain can't compute that that human is the same human with the bowl cut, oh, haircut, be, be, the yeah. black and white. But do you know what I mean? I felt that about Paul McCartney for years. Do, do you know what I mean? It's really weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you're almost like, you're a man out of time. Like, how are you still kicking? And, and you, you know, you, you, you are, you're from my parents or my grandparents generation would go and see you and you're still on a stage. Yeah. And, and, and that brought me to the other point is I liked how they introduced how Elvis was, you know, largely no longer the, you know, he, he was, he was having to compete for fans. Um, 
you know, at a period in his life when the Rolling Stones and, and Elvis uh, and the Beatles started to oh, yeah, come the, onto the British the scene. invasion. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. Hey, look, I, I think this is a two thumbs up film, and we didn't really talk yeah. about the music. I mean, any famous? I mean, they're all the songs from the movie. I mean, they're right? all, all Elvis songs. I'll be honest, I didn't listen to the score. <laughs> I no, I, I, I listened I to it a wee bit. It was, it was good. I mean, I think that this, but I, I was drawn initially to this, this, this like soundtrack. I've been listening to well, Elvis yeah. songs quite a lot it's recently. Bloody, it's bloody Elvis. The movie's called Elvis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, definitely two thumbs up. Like, I, it was really wonderful. It was definitely one of the one of the best movies i've seen this year actually yeah yeah like, two, two thumbs up for me can you name 10 elvis songs yeah but it would take me too long okay yeah yeah it's a weird one i i, I think that's and, like and good... i also i'm also not convinced i could get the title for everyone i reckon i could sing like little um little snippets of some but so, not so get the title and that's my point about elvis is that like I can hear Elvis music and it's almost like it, it does to me in the same way that just the noise of like birds singing or traffic or something. It's just a background sound. Do you know what I mean? When Elvis yeah. comes on, I'm just like, my brain just kicks into like comfort mode. Like, oh yeah, I know this song. I know how it's going to go. Um, yeah. Okay. But it's great to have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Um, this is a bit of a, a ramshackled of a moving forward, isn't it, this week, Alexander? Bit, yeah. I called you Alexander quite a lot recently. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I'm not sure I'm okay with it, but, you know. We're talking a little bit about Throat Goat this week. Um, oh, yeah. Have you saw there's a trailer? Uh, no, I uh, I mean, we're not going to do any more in Thor Love and Thunder. We've done it about three or four times. Oh, God, yeah. just looking and and also, I don't want to see the last trailer because for the last like five yeah, Marvel they've had movies this or weird, whatever it is, yeah, they've ruined the, the last trailer. The, the last trailer has always been the one that's just shown me the movie and I'm like, yeah. oh, get fucked. <laughs> um, I went to St. Abs the other week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was up there. Still says Twin, twin Town, New Asgard. Oh, very good. Oh, that's, it's a lovely little town, that. It is it? a really lovely little yeah, town, yeah. I really like it. Um, Alex. Got a nice cafe. It does have a nice cafe. Um, we've got Comic-Con coming up pretty soon. Um, San Diego. I, yeah, and I, yeah, exactly. The place. And I, I had a are, question for you. We need to discuss our costume, don't we? We do need to discuss our we costume, We need to, dis- yeah. to discuss our costume. <laughs> yeah. I've, um, I think I'm going to go as... Um, uh, I think you know the guy in the he's just a kid guy from Spider-Man 2. I'm going to go as him. Oh and, yeah. And 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 then you're going to be the kid. And because he's like no older than my son because the you know the joke being one of them was 29 and one of them was 30 when they filmed that sequence. Right. So okay. so you you just wear a white t-shirt saying I'm the kid. And oh, okay. I'll walk around with a, a large speed bubble space. He's just a kid no older than my son. That would be good, wouldn't it? Alex? That would be great. That would I be was, our costume. I, I was thinking more along this, uh, along the lines of Jabba and Slave Leia, but you know, whatever. Well, no, but I get Niffle Chief. We've done this. No, we swap. Oh, so yeah. I would be Jabba. No, as I say, we swap. What take do you mean? It in turns. Are we take it in turns throughout the day. Yeah. What a costume or, change. Or days. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. D- every... uh, Alex, I'll, I'll leave you to work out the logistics. Uh, Alex, I've got a question for you. Is Comic Con still relevant? 
I have a counter question. Mm-hmm. Was it ever? Was it ever? Yeah. No. I think it was. I think it's still... I mean, I guess, like, we've never been to one properly to, to count. We've seen, obviously, the photos. I think Comic-Con is obviously a lot more than just Marvel, DC, Star Wars, etc. Like, yeah. it is huge, huge, um, you know, celebration for comics, right? Like, that's what, it, that's what it's there for. I've always thought of Comic-Con that you don't get it unless you go. No, exactly. And I then, think that like, makes a lot if, of sense. If, if you're there in the environment and everyone is like on that level, everyone is like just dialed into that one thing. And yeah. I think that kind of energy is incredibly infectious. Oh, yeah, totally. And yeah. I think it would be really, really incredible to experience. It, it, it feels like a really like positive example of crowd mentality kind of thing. Yeah. You, know, you know what happens, um, you know, if everyone gets filmed the same sequence. And they, they see a man going down the street and he's about to cross the road. And then the audience gets told anonymously, you've got to choose. Does he cross the road safely or does he get hit by a car? The crowd largely, because we're cunts as humans, yeah, we'll yeah. all just choose hit by a car because we know we can hide behind the anonymity. But I think Comic-Con almost does the reverse of that, where it it, 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 dra- it attracts people to come out and, and, and you know, dress up as what they want to do. And really, yeah. you know, and some of the costumes, I mean... It's it, it's it's hilariously over top, but but I love it. Um, but specifically going back to the question, now that Disney are doing their Disney thing, that you know Marvel, I think have a have a have a, an event of some description, I would imagine. Um, you know, and 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 obviously the DC Thunderdome or whatever it's called yeah, that yeah. they do, um, the Superdome. But but the, is I mean I th- I think so. The rumor is that Black Panther two trailer is going to get released here. Okay. Um, because we have maybe a we'll bit finally of know what that movie is going to be about. Well, exactly. I don't know if anyone knows what it's going to be about. Again, it's a movie that's it's largely quite problematic. And hey, we'll we'll, we'll discuss it when we see it with the whole Latita Wright controversies. Um, but I mean, yeah. Hey, look. I, I think I, th- I think we we could be expecting something. It's actually happening in the next few weeks as well, which I think is quite interesting. Um, right. So you know, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, I had some other things I just kind of wanted to, to draw your attention to, Alex. Yeah, but, I mean, on. I don't know if you've got anything else. Um, well, not really. I read a little um, article about James Cameron. Oh, yes, you said yeah, this. For, yeah, from yeah, the Hollywood yeah. Reporter. Apparently, James Cameron has um, gone on record to say he may not direct all the Avatar sequels. Interesting. And, Very interesting. And, 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 and the, and the more, more context of that quote is in, in that interview he basically said oh it's just because avatar is just like all consuming mm. at the moment and I, I i'm fascinated i'm fascinated by the fact that this is a project and a world that has consumed this artist this filmmaker mm. for a, well for a decade yeah yeah for for a decade and we've not seen a single a single iota of it. Well, that's it, isn't it? A single I... thing of it, and and it was interesting because we we both saw the we we both saw the Avatar two trailer on uh, was it Doctor Strange they showed sure, that on sure yeah I think it was Doctor Strange and and we both kind of got it and we were like oh yeah we're back you know it's Pandora yeah. and like I'm actually kind of excited I'm for this excited. talk and then you and then you sit back and try and be objective about it and you go yeah but why are we excited about this we saw one movie 10 years ago that didn't actually in itself set up a sequel actually mm. it could no. have been a one it could have absolutely been a one and done mm. um, and yet here we are 10 years later finally getting the sequel to this thing Mm. And there's going to be like four more. 
Mm, mm. It's just it's it's a really fascinating little franchise that. Yeah, I I almost <laughs> yeah. I mean, but weirdly, this is gonna kill. This film is gonna absolutely yeah. rake it in at the box office. Um, Alex, just a couple of films I just wanted to get your thoughts on before we just talk around. So there's two films coming out. I don't know if you've seen the most recent trailers for um, Nope. Um, Note being the new Jordan Peele film coming out pretty soon. Oh, it's 12th my, of August. My, my most favorite naming of a movie ever. Genuinely. Yeah, it's good. It's brilliant. Yeah. And then just before that, we've got obviously Brad Brad Pitt's Bullet Train coming out as well, which you love the trailer for. I love the trailer for. Look, if you're if you're gonna do BGs in Japanese, I'm in. Yeah, definitely. So, so so there are two films I guess coming up pretty soon that we want to try. I guess like just going to Nope first. We haven't really given our thoughts or anything on that film. Um, That's because I've not seen it. But 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 I think this looks entire like so captivating. I thought Us was a little bit of a letdown, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, and I thought Get Out was good. I think this looks really really quite compelling. Okay. But I think we are only seeing about ten minutes of the film in these trailers. You know the yeah, kind of trailers really, of the weird. It Im- feels a bit drip fed, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels very drip fed. I think I think in a good a, way. Exactly. I think there's a whole movie here that we are just not being exposed to, you know, almost the opposite of the Marvel sort of um, points that you raised. Um, did you have any... Oh, good. You made me Jesus. on now. Did you have any um, points on, on, on Bullet Train before we go into... I mean, that again, that'll probably be one that we'll probably try and get to as well. Oh, I would love, to, I would love to see that in the cinema because it just mm. looks silly. Mm. It just mm. looks silly. And it, it does say, like, from the director of, like, Deadpool 2 and stuff like that. So you mm. kind of... And I'm not sure if if it turned out to be great like mm-hmm. objectively like a really really great movie and you're like oh yeah this is just get hitting it at every single every single category it's absolutely smashing it mm. so that's that's version one of this movie and then version two of this movie is it sucks mm. but it's mm. still brad pitt on a bullet train yeah. in, in japan yeah. with an a star cast i'm not sure i come out of that i come out of the cinema feeling any different if it yeah. sucks or if it's good i don't know yeah no i don't I, know I, I it's know, not why i'm mean. it's not why i'm buying the ticket let's put it that way yeah fuck this nope trailer this looks uh, these are these are going to be some some films these two films i think two back to back two back to back standalones alex see eh? goodness who said that hollywood wasn't capable of doing that yeah um, well we've got thor next week so there we go <laughs> exactly. and i just want to also draw your attention to something about just just like the rate of television that there is right now and the quality and standard God, of television yeah. right now and and i and i i guess like a small part of me is a little bit like why are they all released on top of each other but also Hey, it's nice to have a show. It's nice to have our own little shows, Alex. Because and the first. Well, also, it doesn't is... matter. That's the whole point of on demand. Like, yeah, you can exactly, release them yeah. all the same. Like, we all have this mentality. I know, but there's a bit we're... of spoilers and stuff, especially with the. Yeah, one. No. The first one I was going to talk about is the boys, and and like that one's I think the most rife for spoilers. Yeah. Out of all, I mean, maybe only one, but um, yeah, and I don't I mean who who matters. The, the the thing that I the thing that I did think about the boys. I was watching it the other day. Um, it was like a Saturday. I was having some food, and Maddie walked in. Um, at the at spoilers. Should I say it for the boys? What's what was happening? Oh, it's was not it, that was much. Was the herogasm bit? No, was it, it wasn't. Was it, that, was it, it the herogasm. bit with the willy? Did you see hero? I mean, herogasm was yeah brutally incredible. Right. Um, it was the bit following that with the deep um and the the octopus. Oh, the octopus. All right. Okay. Yeah. I was on the right lines. I, yeah, I, I mean, was in the not, right ballpark. Right. And she and she looked. She always sat down. She looked at me. She's like, "Why do you do this? Why do you watch these shows?" <laughs> 
<laughs> I can imagine it. I know, and my response, and I still stand by this. My response is like, because fucking, it's not real. None of this is real. It's a fun story. It's yeah. an imaginative, creative story that's twisting and like turning the light. And you know the, the whole imagine all the people um, secret. You know when they were singing imagine oh, all the people. They yes. got celebrities and just just brilliant, just brilliant creation. So, so we've got the boys, which I think is doing immensely well, and I'm and I'm really captivated by this series. I don't know why. I, I don't know if I was that captivated about the other series, but the same thing can be said for Stranger Things. I mean, we've got the last two episodes out now. I've started watching. Excuse me, I've started watching the first one. It's um, it's seriously good. Yeah, like seriously good television. I've not I've not started uh, the last two episodes yet. I, I've only watched the first. Well, it's up to the reveal, and I think I said it on this on this podcast as well. I can't believe how well crafted it is, mm. and not just from mm. a. Uh, a storytelling perspective from but like like a technical execution sure. perspective as well it looks stunning it sounds stunning obviously the music's a big part of it uh, uh, running up that hill kate bush has had a mad resurgence like you oh, would yeah. not believe and i, and I yeah. love it and i love that it has because it's incredible an incredible incredible song i even i even uh i got pushed onto my youtube a live recording a live performance of uh, simon neal singing it at celtic connections last year oh, so i'd watched, love to see that it's on youtube go watch that. it it's so simon good neal. that would be really so good. bloody good he just got his um honorary degree did you see that oh did he where from um what's the other what's the glasgow one not glasgow strathclyde strathclyde yeah oh, got it from enough. there Oh, very good. Yeah. Um, the other, the other one was, um, of course, Umbrella Academy, um, which weirdly is 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 third fiddle to those first two, I think, but still an incredible show. Yeah. Um, and again, I still need to watch season two of that. To be honest, did we did we talk about the transition, um, or or uh, around um, Ellen to Elliot in that show, or or Vanya right. to to Victor? Well, I don't. Well, I don't know how they're transitioning. Oh, should I not? Should I not say? Anything no, no, then? please don't, because okay, I've fine, not, fine, because I've not fine. seen season two. But, but you did. You did know they were doing that, though, didn't you? They were going to have to address. I that. I had heard they were doing that, but I had also heard that uh, Elliot had said that uh, they were very very happy to continue playing Vanya. Yeah, we, we chatted around this if and, that's, and, the sh- if, and the show runners decided... And the, the show runners yeah. went, no, 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 let's, you know, let's do it. Um, it's in, I mean, yeah, I mean, all, all I will say is about it is to... I think that, I think that weirdly, instinctively, that feels like, how can you be so flippant and nonchalant about this? And the show does such a good job of going... What are you talking about to, to people who would maybe come at that at it with that angle? Like yeah. that's all I'll say. I mean, you blink and you miss it, and 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 in such a tasteful, appropriate way. And and it's really there's a few little like I'm not going to say anymore. Just just do watch it. I think it's a really no, great. I will. And, but and, and it's in, and it's important that it's watched with reference as well, with reference to the fact that this is a multi-million pound show that hundreds of millions of people are watching it's yeah. a really it's a really great like uh, do watch it do watch no, it no i absolutely good, will important part of tv no like, i really i, I, I absolutely history. will and i think actually the fact that i haven't watched it it has been out for like a year at, at this point i have not seen any spoilers from it actually mm. like ge- mm. genuinely so i feel like that kind of goes back to the you know, TV is for whenever you, you whenever you want at the moment. I'm mm. I'm watching uh, Severance at the moment. Oh, on don't! Apple I want to start watching that. So bloody good. Yeah, honestly, I've heard it's good. so good. 
Yeah, that's the one about when they've got a work life and a and a home life, isn't it? Yeah, basically, yeah. you go you go into an elevator that takes you to work, and in the elevator, you basically uh, forget your personal life. It's a and metaphor, Alex. It's a metaphor for the slave to the office. Alex. Yes, no, it really is. It's and a it's, metaphor, it's Alex. It's done beautifully. It's yes. so good. It's so it's, good. I'm um, speaking of done beautifully, and I also have, I'm excited to watch. I haven't, you know, and continue on the TV theme. We also just had Obi Wan, but we've still got Miss Marvel is still coming out. Yeah, um, I've I've not seen episode four. I think or might be on episode five as well. I've um, still not seen episode two, mate. I'm uh, well behind. Just get on with it, mate. It's so. I, I, it, it genuinely. It's the show that you know the boys. It's up there with the boys of the ones when the new episode drops. I'm like, I've got to watch this. Um, it's really good. Amazing. It's really, really good. Amazing. Um, I don't have a huge amount more for you, mate. I mean, I'm happy no, to call it a day if we're. Yeah, I reckon uh, we've got we're, it. We're absolutely there. Um, what do they have to do now? Now they've got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcasts app. Find us on there. Give us a mm. cheeky little five star rating if you mm. please. Mm. Uh, you could also leave us a review on there. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to review the show, you could tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack. We love to see, read, and hear anything you have to tell us. Uh, we're on pretty much everywhere you like to listen to podcasts. If you don't like, that we're one. everywhere, everywhere. Alex. We're and in your. We're in. We're hiding under your bed. Oh jeez. I'm, I'm um I'm not. And we've got, we've got It's just Callum. And we've got a boner. <laughs> God. If you want to get more directly into contact with us, we've got an email address, don't we, Callum? It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's motionspot at gmail.com. Uh you can catch us on the gram. Uh and thank you very much to KTC Graphics Design. I did have one other thing that I was saying. I'm playing a new game, Alex. Are you? Jurassic World Evolution 2. Jesus God. Brilliant. I love stressful games where you have to build things and everything goes fucking wrong. And you're like, why is this not fucking happening? I love <laughs> games like that. It takes me back to Rollercoaster Tycoon. Um, but that's that's what else I've been doing. Apart from hiding under your bed and having having it, oh, <laughs> having it touch the mattress. Um, you made me giggle because you made me giggle because you just get a bit like come on Callum get on with it that's what I love like remember when we played it remember when I beat you at hide and seek those were the yeah, days yeah I do remember that those were the days those were the days Alex weren't they right, how long are you going to keep me I, hovering um, above the stop recording button okay thank you thank you there for that and we'll do Thor Love and Thunder next week I'm sure before Alex tells me off off air um, uh, thank you very much for listening uh and we will speak to you again next week. But until then, goodbye now. Go listen to Throat Good. Ta-ta! Oh, yeah, and um, Simon, you're running up the hill. Bye! <laughs> Bye. <laughs>